0: Welcome
1: to Midnight Menu Plus One. I'm Ray Kanata.
0: And I'm Margot Moss. Midnight Menu Plus One is a food lifestyle show on the podcast network, it's NewOrleans.com. Tonight we're at the NOLA Brewing Tap Room in the Irish Channel.
1: The Tap Room is NOLA Brewing's on site watering hole. They serve NOLA's regular lineup of craft beer as well as eight specialty brews you can't get anywhere else. With their brand new digs here, it's wonderful.
0: And the tap room is open seven days a week, weekdays from two to eleven p.m., and weekends from eleven in the morning till eleven thirty at night.
1: Friends, glad you could join us each week on Midnight Menu Plus One. Margot and I invite a member of New Orleans' restaurant and food community to have a beer with us, and we invite them to bring along their own guest. The Plus One. We never know who the Plus One's going to be. Sometimes it's a friend, a neighbor, a family member, a fellow restaurant colleague. Could be just about anyone.
0: Our special guest on Midnight Menu Plus One tonight is Cheryl Lemoyne. Of Renaissance Publishing LLC, and one of the producers of the Sushi Fest.
1: And we're really looking forward to meeting Cheryl in just a moment. But before we do, let's uh, briefly catch up on this week's culinary ventures. Margot, did you eat anything worth reporting? Anything that didn't make you sick? <laughs> I know you had one incident of some really good food. You probably don't want to say where it was, but you no, didn't feel I too had well. some
0: great food. I I went to um, Salon. Above oh, yeah. Sucre. Right. And um, I had the peanut butter and jelly foie gras. Oh, It's nice. their new location in the French Quarter. Right. And it's like small plates. It was divine. Awesome. I thought it was going to be, you know, kind of freaky with peanut butter and too sweet. It was fantastic. Nice. And, um, yeah, it was a really nice atmosphere and enjoyed it a lot.
1: We didn't. Doesn't Commanders have a peanut butter and jelly faux fo- gras? Did they steal that from them? I can't. Re- I feel like I've heard that before.
0: Well, you know, I d- I'm not sure, but there's nothing new under the sun. I mean, <laughs> people try and create right. new things, but the way you you do it, I, I right. guess, makes it unique. Each person's individual touch. Yeah. Even if it's the same thing. It was oh yeah. It well, was everybody's
1: been raving about that place. Yeah, I haven't been yet. To the salon, but I'm yeah. dying to. Of course, vanilla Sucre. Well, you know, I had. Um, Okay, so I was in, I was, all week I was away, I was in um, Crystal River, Florida, which is not exactly a restaurant mecca, but we may have some listeners from Crystal River, and it's a very lovely place, but I walked four miles to go to this place um, to get some oxtail, because they had some great oxtail at this little little pizzeria, really, called Natalia's, a little humble in a strip mall, it was so good, it was like five fifty. And then I couldn't stop thinking about it the whole day and night. I was just obsessing about it. So the next morning I walked another four miles out there to get there, and I got there at, right before dinner, and they weren't serving yet, and I couldn't hang around and wait, so I had to leave. And then I just, I, I'm just gonna, I can't wait till next year I can get back and get some more <laughs> of the oxtail. I wonder if they can ship it or something. So good, <laughs> it was just perfect. And then um, also uh, my book signing for the new Rolling Elvi book is tomorrow at. Um, Uh, you know, Carrie Confidential thing I think we talked about. It's tomorrow night, Tuesday, August 4th at Cafe Luna. Uh, The owner Greg Hill was one of our uh, greatest guests in our show's history and uh, really one of our favorites on the show. But then also, um, in the very small time I've had in town, being away, I've been trying to get into the mood of sushi for Sushi Fest. Uh, And so, I went back again to Haiku. Have I already raved about Haiku? I feel like I did last time I went, a week ago on the show. But, um, I got the crouching tiger again. I know I should be trying other things in the menu, but it was so good I just couldn't I couldn't bear not to have it. So <laughs> I got it twice, you know. But big specialty roll, so good. It's just, I I love that place so much. It's that it's in that spot that the doomed spot it had been doomed before. Of the Middle Eastern places, a series of those right there next to New York Pizza near Magazine and Napoleon. But I think Haiku is going to do really well because they are really in a, in a neighborhood full of some really good sushi places. Haiku just really stands out to me as. Uh, Fantastic!
0: All right. Well, great. Well, speaking of Sushi Fest. Yes. Let's get to our guest in here because that sounds very exciting. So I'd like to uh, welcome Cheryl to our show. Thank you for having me.
2: Thanks for joining us. So New Orleans Sushi Fest, this is the second year it'll be going on. Uh, We did change the venue this year. So we're now at the Lakefront Arena and it's going to be on Sunday, August the 16th. Uh, from 2 to 5 p.m. is general admission and we've got all kind of fabulous food and Japanese inspired entertainment and just lots and lots of fun going on so uh, it should be a really good time. Great
0: and now what is the event doesn't it does it benefit a um, anything? Yes
2: we, we actually partner with there's two local organizations called uh, the Japan Club of New Orleans and the Japan Society of New Orleans, and they are both nonprofit organizations. So we partner with them, and they kind of guide us and steer us to make sure that we're Japanese appropriate, if you will. And we also we donate a portion of the proceeds to both of both of those organizations. Lovely. All right. So yeah, it is a benefit.
1: Interesting. Okay, so what, are they, are they, what kind of entertainment do they have lined up? For well, the Flow
2: Tribe is our headlining band, okay. so we love Flow Tribe, and that should be really fun. Then we also have um, all kinds of little surprises going on throughout the day. Uh, Cats Meow is hosting a karaoke club, so nice. you can get your pop star on and <laughs> karaoke in the karaoke club. Uh, which is got, big in Japan. Yes, very much. Right, which so. where it started, I think. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Uh, we've got photo booths and we have someone doing little upper mas- body massages shoulder massages and so we tried to just bring in all t- sorts of things that would add to the festival and make it fun uh we have an aikido demonstration that'll go on when the band takes a break and things like that
1: oh neat now yeah. where was it last year
2: last year it was at Mardi Gras world
1: okay oh that's right i remember yeah. that now so, yeah yeah, yeah. So we just so why'd you um, move venues we
2: just needed a little bit more space, more space. um we also with it's Ticketmaster run, so that helped tremendously to handle the ticketing portion of things. So it just worked out where we, you know, thought it was a good move for us.
1: Now speaking of Ticketmaster, um, there's a discount if people get their tickets in advance, isn't there? Or is yes. Is that still is that still good? Yes, up okay. until
2: midnight the night before. So it's fifteen dollars ah. online if okay. you buy them in advance through any Ticketmaster outlet. Um, you could either go to the Ticketmaster outlets as well, and it's 25 at the door. So okay. uh, that actually that gets you in. It gets you all the entertainment, and then you purchase sushi and all your food and drink you know throughout the day Wait, you
1: can't have all you can eat sushi for fifteen dollars <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not
2: we had people show up last year yeah, and expected they that, expected yeah. that so we made it very clear this year that right, right. you know no no all you can eat <laughs> um the vip was all is all you can eat but uh, unfortunately that is sold out sold out wow okay vip sold out so all right you need to raise the price
1: apparently we <laughs> do <laughs>
2: exactly it's a good thing
1: now there's free parking there too isn't there yes at the arena that too? was the
2: other thing yeah. we were able to negotiate with the arena and they've been fabulous to work with is that they included parking so Everybody for fifteen dollars, you get the parking and all your entertainment and everything lumped into one. So, is it how many vendors would you say? I
0: mean, it's and it's is it all styles of food or focused mainly on
2: sushi? And we have twenty vendors. Um, Two of them are doing sweets, so we have somebody doing cupcakes, and then we have a froyo doing frozen yogurts. The other eighteen are all savory, and I would say about two-thirds of them are sushi restaurants and they'll be doing multiple rolls and salads and so forth and the other um aspect of it is folks we know not everybody likes sushi although i find it hard to believe (laughs) there are people out there who don't eat it um so we do have some other restaurants like vega tapas cafe um House of Blues will be there, Katie's Restaurant, and we have uh, a handful that will just do a Japanese inspired dish. Fun. So it might be something with a soy glaze or something of that nature, but it'll have uh, a Japanese kind of flair to it, or but some it's teriyaki not sushi or something. Exactly. Yeah, so right. there is something for everybody because we've had a lot of people say, well, my husband loves sushi and I don't, or vice versa, so everybody right. can come out and eat and enjoy it. All right. It's Let's... also a competition. Oh. So we have uh, some food writers who come in, food experts, and they'll ju- they'll judge. So you can put one item from your menu into the competition, oh. and we give awards in about ten different categories, and they're from use of wasabi to most beautiful presentation so that's really gets all the sushi chefs and the chefs excited wow. then we also do a people's choice award so everybody can pick for their favorite restaurant uh, at the event so we give that and then we do a grand champion which is the overall winner of what our food judges decide is just the best roll of the day so nice. do you recall who won last year uh, grand last year grand champion was diawa and unfortunately, they are un- unable to participate this year. They lost a sushi chef, so they are oh. not able to join us. Um, they were really disappointed because they wanted d- to defend the title, of course. But <laughs> um, we've still got lots of other great restaurants. So like, what are uh, some of the
1: restaurants that are...
2: Uh, Rock and Saki is right. one of our big ones, and we do they do a great job there. Uh, Miyako is involved, Lake Pearl. Um, we have a place in out of the, on the North Shore called To Go Sushi. Uh, tsunami which is out of baton rouge and lafayette so we have restaurants that come you know from other areas because oh, wow. they really enjoy the festival neat yeah but
0: it's you fun for them and the people that go
2: you exactly get to- yeah yeah.
1: That sounds like a good gig for Margo next year. She should be a celebrity food judge. Well, oh, there you
0: go. Uh, I, I would love to get that VIP gig. admission for that. <laughs> <laughs> and you,
1: and you have an excuse to eat all the sushi you want. <laughs> there you go.
2: That sounds awesome. I wish I could get the gig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All
1: right. Well, now, do you remember the first time you ever ate sushi? Where were you? How old were you? Where were you? You know, the first time I yeah. ate
2: sushi, I was in Atlanta. And all I right. was probably about 25, maybe. And I was scared of it like most people <laughs> are. And the first thing I had was barbecue eel. All right. I'm just gonna <laughs> dive in and do the eel. Oh nice. And I love it. Was it Usually a date? it's a California no, roll or something. I was, was a friend. You know? I was or? with a friend. Nice. We were visiting friends in Atlanta and that's where they wanted to go. And I'm I'm pretty much an adventuresome eater though. I've had all kind of bizarre. So did you like games. it the first time? Yes. All right. I liked it out of the gate. Nice. So, so you uh,
0: you are you're saying you're an adventuresome eater. Oh, yes. So yes. Uh, what what was the Most unusual thing that comes to mind that you've
2: tried so far? Um, Probably the rabbit brains. Rabbit brains, yes. Rabbit brain sushi? No, no, no. Oh, just rabbit brains in general. Where'd you have that? At Elbuli in Spain a few years ago. Wow. And it was, they just did a menu where you had no choice of what you, you know, the chef just sent out what you wanted. See, I don't think that tastes like chicken. (laughs) <laughs> it didn't taste like chicken, but ac- it was surprisingly good, however. Oh. It was good. Was it a
1: lot of rabbit brain? No. Rabbits it have was, small brains, right? Yeah,
2: well, this whole menu was like 30 courses, but it was little bitty tiny bites. Okay. So wow. everything came out in just one little bite. So if you didn't like half of them, you were still okay. But, that sounds uh. like an adventure. Is, yeah. like, is it
1: like sweetbreads or something like that? Is it kind of, no? Um, is all brain the same? I don't no, know.
0: No, uh, sweetbreads is, th- I thought, th- the thalamus. Oh, that's, yeah, that's right. right? Yes. That's right. Yeah, what's,
2: what's, the, uh, what's the
1: brain called, the cow brain that they, they eat?
2: This is the only brain I've ever eaten, so Uh, I can't really compare it to anything else but right, that's probably one of the most exotic things I've eaten you
0: thinking in Hogshead cheese no no, I'm, not, it no uses <laughs>
1: it. I'm sure I've had brain it's not the monkey brain from the those horrible movies that you watch in high school remember that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> faces of death or whatever it was yeah. I'm sure they've I'm sure that's been banned globally now probably like there, was, there was an Indian restaurant where they yeah. monkey brain out of the oh yeah my gosh, yeah, oh. yeah. absolutely yeah yeah okay <laughs> how did we get there we digress yeah
2: so Cheryl where are you from originally I grew up in Chalmed in the parish so I'm born and raised and I spent my whole life here and live in mid-city now and I'm a true and true New Orleans girl.
0: Okay now how let's talk a little bit about Renaissance Publishing because they it's that's an amazing oh yeah company
2: yeah will you
0: t- will you tell us a little bit about um the publications and the, sure. the history
2: of the yeah, how long you've been sure. working with them I it, it is my one year anniversary, August the 1st, so mm-hmm. I just celebrated my one year anniversary with them. Um, I'm familiar with the company because I used to buy media, so I was very familiar with them. The company's been around oh, almost 50 years, New Orleans Magazine will be 50 years old next year. Wow. So it's been around that long. So we produce seven magazines. And what a lot of people don't realize is we actually produce statewide magazines as well, one called Louisiana Life. Mm. So we have a New Orleans Magazine, which of course is the flagship of the city. That's been around the longest. Then we have St. Charles Avenue, which is our philanthropic right. magazine. That's actually 20 years old this year. Oh. Um, we have Louisiana Life. We have a magazine called Acadiana Profile, which is the lifestyle magazine of the Acadiana area. So we've right. got somebody who lives in the Lafayette area and handles that. We have New Orleans Homes and Lifestyles, which is the only glossy home magazine in the city. Right. We have New Orleans Bride, which comes out twice a year for the bridal uh, wedding industry, and we have our newest, which is called Biz New Orleans, and it wow. is the only monthly glossy publication that's devoted just to the business community and business industries. So we wow. uh, we're pretty busy. We have the seven, and we have two websites: myneworleans.com and we have bizneworleans.com, and we also produce. Uh, 30 or so, I'm not sure exactly the number, custom publications. So we produce like the Saints game day programs and the Jazz Fest guide and things like that. I didn't know that. Yeah, so we have a custom division as well.
0: And so you coordinate, what what does your day look like at, uh...
2: My day can look, it it varies from day to day because I don't have a specific you know, this is what I do every day type of job. But I do all of the marketing for all seven of the magazines. So I just really help get the word out about the magazines and what we do. Uh, In addition, I do all the event planning and we do about 30 events a year. Wow. Um, Most of them are are small and invitation only type of events where we name our best chefs of the year, for example, in our restaurant issue. We do an event where we invite the, the winning chefs in and things of that nature. So a lot of them are invitation only. And sushi fest obviously is our biggest that we we've conquering so ah. we go from basically a hundred people to 3,000 people
1: 3,000 that's wow. about what
2: we'll have at sushi fest Wow yeah
1: well I want to hear more about that but it might be a good time to uh, invite your plus one to come along I, I see would love to invite my plus at the one bar, over. And we don't we want him to still be sober when he gets here so I yeah. think uh, we should uh, maybe it's a good time to and since he's over.
2: celebrating a special day today oh okay yes what's his special day today is his birthday all right
0: Oh, well, we're honored that uh, you're bringing a special guest on the day of his birth. Yeah. Isn't that special? So yeah, tell us who you're special. Your
2: sp- Plus One is so my, and why you brought him. My Plus One is a fabulous chef in the New Orleans area and he's also a very dear friend and he's very generous and kind and supports lots of causes and I just love him to death and he's fun. So that's why I brought him <laughs> and his name is Scott Craig and he is the chef and owner of Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. Oh, we love Yay! Katie's. Oh, and he makes great. one of the best pizzas I've ever had in my life. Yes. Mm-hmm.
3: Welcome, Welcome. Oh, hey guys, how you doing? Yeah, such an honor I know. to have you here. I gotta tell Does you, when Cheryl calls, I jump. <laughs> <laughs> I always have. She's just such a wonderful person. And if right. she asks me to do anything, I'm there. So, All right. and on
0: my birthday, and yeah. on your birthday, yeah. amazing. So who's Katie?
3: Katie is the previous owner's grandmother, ah, and okay, I kept the family name right. because I've, I'm dear friends with the whole family. You know and I bought the restaurant because I was going there and hanging out there, and I was dating one of the girls that worked there. And, <laughs> Just made it easy. And I was already in the bar business. I owned a bar called Parkway Tavern on Canal Boulevard. Yeah. So I wanted to get back in the restaurant business because I hadn't been in the restaurant business since I had worked at Bart's in the 80s. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, so, boy. Bart's by the lake?
3: Worked there for
1: That six was fun.
0: Years. It's
3: like the last job I've had.
1: In the eighties, you, know? you were still in uh, junior high. Were you? Were you yes, to, you were, I ju- went. Yeah, <laughs> Barnes was a lot of fun.
3: We, uh, you know, I started as a bartender and left as the general manager, and, and I really enjoyed my time there. But it was time to go out on my own. So anyway, I bought the restaurant in 1993 and kept the name, the family name. So, wait, I'm glad you bought I
0: Katie's in 1993? I
3: bought Katie's in 1993. Oh, okay. So I had I bought Parkway in 1989 and we had talked about doing food at parkway but the guy wouldn't sell us the building and i just didn't want to dump a bunch of money into something we didn't own right. so we ended up going in the other direction so we bought katie's and i bought the building and i lived upstairs for 20 years really just until recently um a couple of years ago we moved out and we've added seating upstairs so that did you marry
1: the girl you were dating when you when you bought it
3: yeah But then that's not the one I'm married to. Oh, (laughs) you brought it up. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. No, I'm I'm happily
1: married. My wonderful wife Stephanie and. uh, What did Stephanie think about living over the restaurant?
3: Oh, she loved it. Cool. She really did. Was it noisy? Um, No, it was soundproofed pretty well. Okay. As as a matter of fact, Dave Bittner, the the man I bought the restaurant from, lived upstairs, and he had soundproofed it. You know, for his family, and he was a contractor and knew what he was doing. So, you know, it 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 wasn't noisy. It was just living above your business for that long. Of time, it kind of makes you crazy. Yeah,
0: that's mm-hmm. what made you crazy. Yeah, self inflicted
2: wounds too. <laughs> <laughs> um, no,
0: just that business in general. That's why we love to meet people every week because I find y'all all all fascinating you're like you're passionate people like musicians and artists and writers you got to be passionate and a little crazy to be to do anything with food i tell
3: people all of the time i'm so glad that i did not go to law school because (laughs) when i got my undergrad in 87 i I wanted to go to law school That was my my whole goal through my seven years of college was to go to law school (laughs) My brother's an attorney, and you know, we talked about practicing together, and I'm just so happy today that I didn't do that because I could not love my job any more than I do. You know, the restaurant business is hard, but and people have come to me trying to get me to open up lo- other locations, and I just have no interest. Oh, that's interesting. I love what I do. I don't need any more. I'm happy. I love. It's my baby, you know, and so we've expanded upstairs, but... So when that's you moved it. out, you expanded the restaurant into your former living space? Right. Okay. Absolutely. And, you know, you know and it's funny when I go up there and we're serving people. And, you know, people are eating in my living room, my kitchen, <laughs> my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll always go in my bedroom. We nothing ever happened in here. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's been a great ride. And I'm, I'm very happy with the way things have turned out. And that's how I met Cheryl. Right. Uh, you, you,
0: Cheryl. You went in and met him, or did y'all? You because you being lived in, in the, the neighborhood. Industry. Oh, um, right.
2: I, I do PR and some social media for a couple of restaurants, and so do lots of events. And we just—I don't exactly remember how we met. Um,
3: Ann Tunerman. Oh, you're from right. Tales, you're of the right. Tales of the cocktail. Oh, Who oh, I wow. she put have us known together. For Thirty-five years. Yeah. We went wow. to school together. Oh wow! So Ann and I were in fraternity sorority together, and did so we—did you grow up here? Oh, yeah, I'm born and raised in New Orleans. Yeah, so what schools did you go to? Um, Cabrini Grammar School, Brother Martin High School, LSU, UNO. So you
1: knew her from LSU, or you knew her from... No, I know her from UNO. From UNO, UNO. okay.
3: When you go to LSU for a year and a half, and then you come back, and you're at UNO, it's kind of like... And my dad sort of forced the issue for me to go to UNO. He was uh-huh. like, you're not doing this LSU thing anymore. It wasn't working out. Yeah. We were just having too much fun." <laughs> and, um, but when I got to UNO, the first thing he said was, "Now don't join a fraternity." <laughs> the first thing I did was join a fraternity, <laughs> and that's how I got to meet Ann because she was in the fr- she was in a sorority, and you know we would have parties and we had a great time. Right. Anyway, Ann introduced. I, I was looking for a promotional person, and Ann. Gave me a couple of names, but said Cheryl would be the best, All right. and she was right. And it's amazing that Cheryl and I worked together for probably about a year, mm-hmm. but yeah. we're still working together, but not really working together. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's just mm-hmm. always including me, and, and I appreciate yeah. it. And, and that's why when Cheryl asked me to do special events or come on a podcast, which this is an honor, um, I, I jump. Right. I have a lot of respect. And,
1: you know. So Cheryl, describe for us your favorite thing to eat at Katie's. What do you What do you enjoy eating there the most? Oh,
2: I like a couple of things. Uh, the redfish Noel. Yeah, is that your that every time? I you come do in. I know because I love it so much. Tell us, is that, tell us is about that one it. of your biggest sellers? It's become
3: a signature yeah. dish. you know for people that are don't want to eat the heavier stuff. Right. I mean, it's a very light dish. And it's, it's wonderful. A fabulous fresh
2: giant piece of redfish with lump crab meat on top. And it is so delicious, and it's just—it's
3: it's simple, but it's—it's
2: it's so good, and it's just always fresh. And uh, huh. uh, but then if I want to go the opposite way, then I get that cochon de pizza. Mm-hmm.
1: Cochon de okay. pizza. Now, who else makes cochon de pizza in the city? We is call i have never I don't, I've never heard I don't of know. It. Think
3: I've I called it, it the Boudreau when we reopened in nice. 2010. Um, it's so funny because we were pushing to get it open, and we're like, "Man, we don't have a menu." You know, it was like it was we had my old menu, but I didn't want to do that anymore. And I had all these great ideas and I knew I wanted to add pizza. So I like to I like to do, you know, infusion of different cultures with our Creole culture. You know, like if if I'll travel somewhere in the United States or the world, I'll pick up something from that culture and I'll bring it back and infuse it with our culture. And that's sort of the way I cook. Sort of a New Orleans tradition to do that. Yeah, it is. It's cool. Yeah. I did that with the pizza, but yeah. you know, it, I it say there's, there's a cheese on it called Provel that is just a processed cheese from St. Louis, but you can only get it in St. Louis huh. and my wife's from St. Louis. So I've spent a lot of time there, huh. but it melts really well. And I decided to put that on the pizzas. So there is a, there's a little infusion. This is a very Creole pizza. It's spinach and, and red onion and roasted garlic and de delay with a, with an olive oil, huh. uh, uh, butter but
2: yum it's wow. really delicious and we usually get it for an appetizer and take care of it at home and eat it the next <laughs> day so it's even better <laughs>
3: wow. i love when cheryl comes in i get excited wow. she always texts me i'm coming <laughs> over <am> <laughs>
1: well, my best katie story is i uh i went to the i went to the track for the first time in my life with my family and uh we just put down like ten dollars i can't remember what we bet but just some nominal bet and uh you know did pretty well and so we said, Okay, let's just blow it on a meal and so we went to Katie's, the four of us or whatever, and uh had a really great meal and went a little crazy. Thank you. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed it. We spent it. all our winnings at uh Katie's. It wasn't wasn't huge, but it was a nice
3: multiplication of our twenty bucks or whatever it was. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah, it was that. fantastic. You know, I take the food very personally and I take everyone's experience there very personally and if something's not right I get I take
1: yeah. it. Well that was I mean we had a choice we wanted to do it somewhere in mid city and it was like everybody the four of us really agree on food and the four all of us could agree on Katie's we we're like that yeah well I'd We'd love to before, have you yeah. back and all right now we go I mean, we we go give you my and number and, and just call I'm, me when you're I'm, coming I'm sure we run into you a few times but. yeah I try
3: to make every table yeah. I literally I leave the kitchen and I go to every table and, and if I had another restaurant I can't do that
1: mm-hmm.
4: yeah.
3: and that's what's part of the fun of my job it's not just the cooking you know and I have wonderful people working there so I'm not stuck in the kitchen all the time and I get to walk out and see how people feel about the food, and I can see it in their eyes when I ask them right away. And you can't have your mom at the advantage. door. No, my mom, oh, my ninety-two-year-old mother, is still working at the door. She's the hostess. You pay her? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny though because she just puts it away and saves it to give to the kids. <laughs> I'm like, mom, do something, you know? She's how long wonderful. have been doing that for you since I bought it. Wow. And then we're talking, you know, ninety-three. Wow, it's 22 years minus almost five after Katrina. It took me a while to get that right, right. going again, but
2: she's the best hostess in town. Yeah, she's, 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 Thank she's, you. Uh, I, she's and I get to see my mother
3: almost every day, so that's a big deal to me. You know, where does really she live? Close. In Lake Vista. She's okay. got a little that's apartment not far there. Away, yeah. No, uh-uh, she's got a little apartment. that they, They've lived in since. As a matter of fact, I lived there when I came back from LSU. I lived there for about a year. Yeah. Right. Got
0: to get out of here. <laughs> but. So Cheryl, do you um, enjoy cooking? Do you have I do.
2: I do enjoy cooking. Um, I'm fortunate that I eat a out a lot because I have a lot of chef friends. But I do enjoy cooking.
0: And who taught you? Did you learn from family or...
2: Um, you know, or I would like to say self-taught. that because e- everyone who cooks says, oh, and my mother made the best this. And my mother, I love her to death, but she was not <laughs> the best cook. Um, so I think I probably pick, pick more up from my grandmother, who is completely 100% Italian and kind of watched her make red gravy and things and whatnot. But I, I just really picked it up. I was at um, I was in the wine business for a long time. And you go out to eat a lot and you really get to understand flavors and nuances and how this wine goes with this dish and it's really I just kind of picked it up along the way more than anything oh, huh. you
3: cook you cook with your taste buds you know I always thought everybody could cook except my mom <laughs> <laughs> it's one of her she, she great makes a great meatloaf which we serve every Wednesday but Wow you know, but uh, I, I always thought everybody could cook because you know you could it's your taste buds you know you just take risks with with different things and you know what tastes good with what sometimes oh. you just you go out on a limb and it works you know, I, I don't, I did cooking.
0: you cook growing up
3: oh yeah i've been i've been in the kitchen once i was about seven years old
0: just uh, doing
3: uh and making tuna salad or whatever i mean i you know i love food i was a chubby little kid what was your fir- <laughs> <laughs> what was your
0: um first job in the food industry, like professional jobs?
3: Sizzler Steakhouse. No nice. Way. When I was 15. And it's a great story. I started as a dishwasher. And uh, I you know, I, I got to know the, the, the line cooks and stuff and the manager and, and they had a couple of cooks walk out one night. And within six weeks, they would thrown me on the line and I was flipping steaks. When you were 15? And I've never looked back. After that? When I was 15. 15? Oh, yeah, man. I, you know, I said, I could do that. <laughs> so I just did it, and I worked there for a couple of years, and um, then got in the bar business, which was more fun. Yeah, <laughs> you know, my first job when I when I got back to New Orleans from LSU. Yeah, but you I had to wait d- till you were like 16 to do that. Right? Absolutely, <laughs> <in> New <Orleans>. <laughs> <laughs> but New Orleans yeah. in the 80s. But right? I got yeah. a job. My first bartending job was a bar that I was hanging out at when I was in high school. Yeah, Nick's on ah. Tulane. That was my first bartending job. <laughs> so if you start at Nick's, you're starting kind of high up there. That was pretty cool back then. You know, wait, while
1: you, wait, while you were a student, you were? Yeah, when I was at oh, UNO,
3: I was working at Nick's. It was great. The fraternity oh, the would loved come you. In. Yeah, right. Oh, everybody, yeah. yeah. Well, was hooking everybody up. I don't know nothing about the <laughs> girls. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah, at Nick's, you learn mixology, yeah. you know, and truthfully. And the guy that hired me, he was a fraternity brother of mine, Walt Purcell, was truly one of the great mixologists of our time. Uh, he just started earlier than everybody else, <laughs> and he was, you know, he was working at Nick's, and he just passed away a few weeks ago. Oh but no. I actually, that's Saturday.
1: Gee, wow, what
3: happened? Saturday, Saturday before last. Um, he, just, he had um, diabetes, and he just didn't take care of himself. Oh man! But he'll be missed, man. I mean, this guy lived. He was attorney brother
1: of yours. Mm-hmm. What attorney was it? Talk up epsilon. Okay.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he was a great guy. Huh. Just, just fun and full of life. And oh you know, man, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was sad because you know the funeral was. Funeral was kind of cool because we were all there together and we were all just talking about Walt and we all had celebrating Walt his life. Yeah, man, he was the best. Huh. And then. I had to go to the D-Day Museum to do um, the Millennium last weekend, and everybody stayed and partied at my old bar across the street, which is now the Bulldog. Oh, yeah. So everybody went there, and I couldn't go because I had to get ready for a, a cooking challenge Oh, I Saturday. thought
1: you were going to say, because you're banned because
2: uh, of... No. <laughs> <laughs> tell them the outcome of the cooking challenge. Oh, well, well, we won. The cooking challenge
1: was it? We won. What, what
3: was the, the Millennium challenge?
2: every year, Cleveland Spears.
3: Ah. Puts it on. He's a great promoter in town. Yeah. Um well, you it's won? our first year. Yeah, we won. How many people were really competing? Cool. Well, who else was competing? There were um there were probably eight restaurants and there oh. were seven hundred people there. Wow. Um, what did you make? Yeah. I made a typical Creole dish, a melaton seafood stuffing. Nice. With Seared redfish on top with a spicy aioli, and I just used the aioli we use on the beignets, and it worked. Wow. It wasn't really pretty. I didn't like the presentation, and I was concerned about that, but uh, it really worked out, and we won. Well, who'd you beat Uh, out?
0: Congratulations.
3: There were a lot of Creole... Uh, there was some Creole restaurants there. Um, the Munch Factory, which huh. is a great little restaurant, they were the closest huh. to us. I don't know who else. I don't, know, but I know we were close with them. Huh. The Munch Factory on um, Elysian Fields. Oh, okay. They did a they did a short rib over oh. grits over corn grits. Nice. And um, I didn't think we were going to win. I really didn't, but we did. So, wow! Congratulations. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Thanks for bringing that. Up. Yeah. I saw you in the paper. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it was not the paper Sunday, wasn't it? Yeah. It was past Sunday. I got I it, for you, uh, oh, <laughs> looking, it for you. Don't worry. Oh, you She's framed it for you She's always <laughs> looking out <laughs> for me, man. All right. Well, Cheryl, what, what are some
1: great meals you've had that were on at Katie's lately? What, what have, uh, what's really impressed you of late?
2: Oh, wow. Um, you know, we had a fa- fabulous steak at Galatoire's 33. A uh-huh. couple of weeks ago Oh cool Because that's yeah, the yeah. first time I had been there On
3: my way there In a night for my birthday one.
2: Uh, ah. one, one of the best steaks we've I love had that long place I right. love that place And the deviled eggs Are devilish ah. And delicious How about the crab cake I didn't have the crab cake You gotta have the crab okay, cake Okay I'll have the crab cake Next time
3: It's crazy And he gave me the recipe <laughs> <laughs> It's good It's good to know The people I on the inside quite, I didn't nail it Like he does But it was really he good. puts He puts It's it's like crackers and crab meat, and it's got a um, bechamel in it. Bechamel, cheese, cream, like wow! I mean, it's crazy. It's good.
2: Hmm. That sounds awesome. It does sound delicious. Um, and I had brunch yesterday at Bruce Ard's. Nice. Which was really good. And yeah, fun right. And and they've and, uh, had a little
1: makeover lately. How's yeah. I haven't been since the, the new. Uh,
2: it's great. They did a great job. And who doesn't love $12 bottomless mimosas? So <laughs> we had a group of uh, about 28 people for a friend's birthday. But that was today for lunch or yesterday? Yesterday. Yesterday, brunch. okay. All yes. right. Because you
1: look kind of bright eyed. If I had. $12 bottomless mimosas yeah. for lunch. Yeah, well, I little... think
2: we broke them, too, on their $12 <laughs> <laughs> mimosas because we had our fill of mimosas, but it was great. We had a great end time. They may that, huh? It was uh, really good.
1: Well, we need to take a break for just a moment and thank our sponsors, Margo. Um, thank you tonight to the Nola Brewing Tap Room, the watering hole of the Nola Brewing Company on Chapatula Street in the Irish Channel where you can get all of Nola Brewing's beer plus another eight specialty brews you can't get anywhere else.
0: And let me tell you about our friends at Petite Pet Care. While you're at work or enjoying a vacation or a meal out at Katie's, you can board your pet. You don't have to board your pet. I'm sorry. He can stay in the comfort of his own home. For loving care, when you're not there,
2: petite pet care.
1: All right. So what, el- what else have you had lately that you really love?
2: Oh, my gosh. Um, I love Tube's Meadery. Oh, yeah. Went there a couple oh of weeks yeah. we ago. We love that.
1: It's good. Yeah, he's, the the, he's, we always say like, he's like the only guest that, that kind of scared me. I'm, I don't scare easily, but he was doing some knife tricks for me about an inch from my nose oh, yeah. when he was on the show. And they took his shirt off uh, shortly after that. So. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> he love, so I, love, so I love they Isaac. They come
3: to uh. Katie's a lot. Oh, yeah. I They've think he just, in in just had a birthday afternoon. yesterday or
1: something the oh, really? day before. Yeah, but I love both of them. Yeah. They're fantastic. That's us, Leo. Maybe I should have
3: brought some knives.
0: So, y'all, we, um, we have a part of the show that's called Off the Menu, and we ask you another question that I'm sure you would not be asked on any typical job interview or, uh, you know, any reputable We'll be business, writing about least.
1: it in a uh, Renaissance publication. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, um, yeah, so, um, Cheryl, I have a question for you. Okay. And, and, and I'm not going to – nothing to – scary. But um
1: I like your scary ones better.
0: I know, but I'm I'm feeling nice tonight. There's such lovely guests. Oh, thank I don't want to I don't nice. want to uh, <laughs>
2: I like nice people.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but I I would like to know um what has what is the most profound experience that comes to mind in your professional career in so far. Like some something that you has been like a watershed event or something yeah, something, something life changing life changing or, or just something that you were so you felt so proud of or you know
2: just I don't wow. know is that is that a uh, no I just have to think about it for a second I guess because I'm I've had a lot of great experience I've been very fortunate that I've worked at some great places that I've really loved um, so I've gotten to travel with work, you know, being in the wine industry and having a lot of great wine and great food and meeting fabulous people, you know, over the last 20 years or so. So I don't know what's one profound experience because I've had just a plethora of great experiences, you know. Uh um,
1: You think it's something that would like, we're kind of confirmed that, you know, what what you're doing or you're on the right path or else maybe change the direction within the field you're in. Maybe like you went, holy crap, I can't do this anymore. I got to go in this direction or that direction or whatever
2: yeah I mean anything like that I I was in retail right out of college which led me to the wine business in a (laughs) sort of roundabout way (laughs) you know that causes people to drink Um, dealing with public all day in retail is not a whole lot of fun Um, and then I actually sold wine on the streets and that was a real challenge
1: Wow, what's that like selling wine? I've never bought wine on the street. How do you, how do you sell well, wine in mean, the street? I sold to
2: people like Katie's. I peddled wine. Oh, you, you, had you had went to, be to be restaurants. Great. Yeah, so I, I, you
1: doing, sure, I th- you had to do a show. No, I, thought you, I thought you meant you were like busking, oh, like you're standing no. out in a street corner with bottles of wine <laughs> trying to sell it to <laughs> After people. After Katrina, I could probably could have done that and done very well.
2: But no, we, uh, I, I sold to restaurants for a little while, but that, oh. that didn't suit me so well. Oh. But,
3: no, I mean, you're just, what you do now for our business yeah. is. I can't say enough to have you in in working for all of us. It it makes New Orleans a better place. It really does. Um, makes the restaurants. Yeah, I mean, these these great
1: ra- restaurants and people people don't know about them because yeah. there's so much here. I mean, we yeah. have so many places to eat, and okay. a lot of places die because they don't get enough publicity or whatever. And right, I feel like one of the missions that probably you, you all have that's so great is I'll, I'll find out new places. for New Orleans Magazine or whatever and, uh, and uh, lights me up to a place yeah. next thing you know we're talking about in the show, next thing you know we're bringing friends and I think that, that kind of stuff really helps a lot Absolutely, and I mean you want to see everybody succeed, right. that's
2: the thing, you know it, it's we, we want everybody to do well so I guess probably one of the pivotal things was I did start my own business and working on my own for three years before I went to Renaissance Publishing really kind of affirmed that wow I kind of do know what I'm doing if I can like pay my bills and do this on my own and work out of my house I guess I'm doing okay. So that made me feel really good that folks like Ann, who we talked about earlier from Tales of the Cocktail, recommended me. You know, when you have people on that level and they're saying, call this person, she knows what she's doing, that was probably the biggest affirmation for me that, you know, of kinda, apparently I'm okay at what I do. <laughs> nice. So, yeah.
1: Wow. Well, Scott, I know we're running out of time here too, but I wanted to uh, ask you one. Uh, let's. Well, I'll give you an easy one. How about this? If you weren't, uh, you already said you didn't want to be an attorney for sure, and mm-hmm. if you weren't, a, if you weren't going to be in the restaurant or, or bar business, what would you be doing? Uh, what would you like to do? If You had a choice of some other career path, and it couldn't be someone the bar asked or restaurant? me this
3: question the other day. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> See that one I answered. I <laughs> really. I have found my niche I'm very lucky right to have found my niche and I mean you know you ask me uh, a history professor Uh uh-huh all right I could be a teacher but you know there you go um I love history my degree is in history right um I could do that and I've thought about it I I just but I I just wouldn't want to be in the legal profession for sure you know um.
1: All right. We got that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. be clear on that one. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, man. All right. Well, what are you going to do for your birthday today, by the way? You, le- you got reservations in we're, a few we're minutes. Trying you, uh, no, we're trying to get to
3: 33 now. We're going to go a little bit later. Uh, uh, I call, oh, that's I where you go going. Roderick. Oh, cool. Yeah, we're going oh, to so 33 you get the crab cake. tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and the one egg, to go. The, the eggs. And the eggs. The, the devil, devil eggs. Oh, yeah, I'll eggs. get the devil eggs.
2: Because one's got crab meat ravioli. One's got um, is a classic with caviar on top. And then one has some uh, one other something, something with shrimp oh, on it. Just get and it's delicious. So they're all really ju- good. So it's not
1: just a little paprika and some boiled no, eggs. <laughs> no, this, is <laughs> this
2: is kicked up deviled eggs. Yeah. Oh, and they're really awesome. good.
1: Wow, you make double eggs sound good. That double eggs gross me out. <laughs> I have no interest
2: in them, but just now I got hungry. Well it's one of the yeah, right. it's become cool again now, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. I mean people wouldn't But it has to be good to yes. be cool. I mean yes.
0: you can't you can't just serve it because it's trendy and expect no. people to appreciate it. Yeah. Or, you're Right. That's
2: gonna be spectacular. Well,
1: we're 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 just about out of time, but maybe just one more question. I got I got one. If you got one more, go go um, ahead. Yeah. So, Scott, I was gonna ask you. Um. What's on, on that note? What's uh? What's the newest thing that you've added to the menu? That's
3: worked. That's kind of stuck. What's the new? What's the newest thing? Um. We, just in our manager meeting a week ago, I was. Do you think we need to change the menu? Do we need to do something? They asked me if I was crazy so we don't change a lot but i do a lot of different specials every day um not so recent i added a sandwich called the legend ah. and it was it i i found it by i i made it by mistake i ended up combining barbecued shrimp and couch de delay mm. and Provel cheese here and, we go and with with in the Provel sandwich cheese, okay. and it's like people go crazy over it all right um you know, I like to work with scallops. I'm doing a scallop for the uh, for the sushi fest. Nice. I like to work with, you know, different types of meat and, you know, so I, you know, we have Katie's and then we have a special board, you know, and, and like brunch on Sunday, I do different I do different things. I made a waffle sandwich yesterday and sold about 40 of them. I mean, we ran out of waffle mix. Nice. Mm. We we could we couldn't Would you put keep in the waffle up. sandwich? It was a, a over hard fried egg. Nice. Bacon, provolone cheese. Nice. <laughs> and, um, and spinach. That sounds great. And, and, see, and then I pressed it. Ah. The two waffles, it was huge. But we pressed it. And I, Man, this was a special. You don't do this regularly? No, I'm going to do it again. We sold um. a lot of them. People. And I'm trying to come up with new things. You know, you know, you're when you have first. a huge menu like yeah. we have, it, it's, um, you don't want to play with it too much because there's, right. there's a lot to do. But, you know, part of the job that I love is creating new things. Right. And, you know,
1: now, you're only open for brunch on the weekends, right? Not during Just the Just on Sunday. Just Sunday. We're, we're Sunday, only okay. closed
3: on Sunday night, too. We open for brunch from 9 to 3. Okay. And now with the addition of upstairs, we don't have the two-hour wait anymore. Nice. So that's a big deal, waiting to drink the mimosas. <laughs> <laughs> well, do
1: you have you have any closing questions for... For our guests, Margo. Well,
0: I mean, I have tons of questions, <laughs> but we'd have to go into another hour. Okay. So <laughs> I would What's like to. It up? I um, could talk to you
3: guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, just <laughs> life-changing question, Bob, yeah. man. I got a ton of those. <laughs> All right, we'll
1: I'll have to have you back on as the main guest I'd, uh, sometime would, soon. I would be honored. Okay. Why don't, you, why don't you give us uh, Cheryl another plug for Sushi Festo? Tell us the details again for sure. any folks that missed that website. Sure. Anything.
2: Uh, it's New Orleans Sushi Fest, and this is the second year. It is Sunday, August the 16th, from 2 to 5 at the Lakefront Arena. Royal Honda is our presenting sponsor, so we're really excited to have them this year. Uh, VIP tickets are sold out, but there's one chance to get them. This coming Saturday, the 8th, at Royal Honda, we're giving away a pair of VIP tickets. So if somebody wants VIP tickets, that's your chance to come win a pair.
1: What do they do at Royal Honda to get them.
2: They register to win. We're going to have a little rolling demonstration by um, the chef from Lakeview Pearl. And Froyo is going to serve complimentary samples of yogurt. So they just come out and visit and hang out with us from 12 to 2. And we're going to pull a name at 2 o'clock. And somebody's going to win VIP tickets.
0: Well, my car is from Royal Honda. So I'm going to go get (laughs) some. uh, An oil change or
3: something. Uh, Come on out. I'm doing this thing with you. How many people are coming to this?
2: twenty five hundred to three thousand so we're i better start know, out ordering, ordering scallops you then. better get your scallops <laughs> in so yeah we're expecting a really great crowd we have live oh. music by flow tribe all kind of other fun entertainment throughout the day cats meow karaoke club so you can come sing and cut up uh, free, we have, parking, we free parking plenty of parking it's 50, and even
1: with three thousand people plenty of room in the plenty arena. Of it's not parking. going to be not going to be crowded in it there it seats be, ten
2: thousand people yeah, so okay. we've got lots of room it'll be nice and spacious um we have a marketplace as well so we'll have people selling sushi fascinators and hats and jewelry and socks cool. and origami and really fun things there you can buy a raffle ticket as well to possibly win two airline tickets to japan wow so we've got all kind of fun things happening uh 20 restaurants lots of great sushi and japanese inspired cuisine uh tickets are 15 dollars in advance and you can go to new to purchase tickets um, or any Ticketmaster outlet, and they're $25 the day of. But I would advise cool. people to give, get them in advance because last year we came close to selling out.
1: Oh, wow. And it'll be benefiting the Japan Club of New Orleans and the Japan Society
2: of New Orleans Correct. Too, right? Correct, exactly. So we, we donate a portion awesome. of the proceeds to both both of those clubs. So. All right. Should be really good, and uh, we have great chefs like Scott. And I'm excited about he's it. He's doing a scallop dish with bok choy.
3: With bok choy and seaweed and... I've added to this
2: oh, as I, I thought that. about it. <laughs> in a,
3: in a, in wait, wait, Provel cheese too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going <laughs> to. That's Koshan uh, Delay. That's you it. All right, so why don't you give us your website and your hours again, too, for Katie's before we wrap up? Website
3: is katiesinmidcity.com. Our hours are um, we're open till nine during the week, from eleven till nine. Lunch and dinner during the week, 11 to 10 on Friday and Saturday, 9 to 3 on Sunday.
1: All right. Well, thank you. Our special guest tonight on Midnight Menu Plus One was Cheryl Lemoyne of Renaissance Publishing and Sushi Fest, and her Plus One was Scott Craig of Katie's. You can find out more about both our guests and uh, a whole lot more about their uh, their uh, food ventures by following the links on our website. It's NewOrleans.com.
0: Thank you all so much for joining us tonight, Cheryl and uh, Scott. We Was really it, appreciate uh, it. No, thank you very much for having us. And we want to thank again our sponsors, Petite Pet Care and NOLA Brewing Tap Room for the awesome beer this evening.
1: And have we mentioned that NOLA Brewing Tap Room is open <laughs> seven days a week? Yes, we have about 12 times. You can come here anytime or you can uh, join us back here next week for NOLA Midnight Menu Plus One.
0: We look forward to seeing you all next week. Till then, I'm Margot Moss. And
1: I'm Ray Canada. Good night.